And we're back. Uh, if you're hearing our voices, this means it's time for another episode of It's This Me That. Uh, two friends who know nothing about anything, talking about bad movies. Uh, I'm Russ. I'm Jared. Uh, and this is part two of Clowntergeist. Um, yes, we've. You're welcome. <laughs> we are still talking about this movie. Um, last we left you, shit was going down. Clowns were clowning. People were doing things. Um, it's now Wednesday, May 30th, uh, 2.04 a.m. Movie time, not real time. Right. Uh, and we have Emma driving in a car, and we're picking up right off where the last episode episode left. So watch yep. that, listen to that. Not watch it, listen to it. Um, 24 hours until attack. We are 24 hours until attack. Yep. And headlights go out, <laughs> which I don't know. Like I feel like headlights are pretty important. <laughs> When you're driving at night? Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Put me on the record is pro headlight. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely pro headlights. Uh, so headlights go out. Emma pulls over and the car doors lock. Classic. We're setting ourselves mm-hmm. up for a classic horror movie scene. Uh, using the dead girl's um, voice at first until it turned into our director, Aaron. Remember it started off with? like Yeah, and it was all coming through the radio, wasn't it? Yeah. Put your hands together for Ribcage the Clown. Uh, you'll tear open your ribcage and eat your bones in less than 30 seconds. Man, and like, I mean, yeah, they described everything that was going to happen. <laughs> well, now it makes sense because why all everyone that dies, the ribcage is showing because it's Ribcage the Clown. Yay. Right. Okay, cool. Awful. <laughs> like, horrible. <laughs> yeah, and this is kind of mixed with more jump scares. Um which are all feel cheap at this point. Yeah, the radio gets taken over and the radio is possessed, 98.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a country station, but yeah. Um, uh, I feel like it's a sports station around here. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's right. Actually, 98.5 around here is definitely a sports station. Yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, shout out to WBF. Who knows? Nope. It's a W because it's East Coast, so... <laughs> Sorry, uh, shout out to the K's on the West Coast. <laughs> uh, nice radio reference. Um, Thanks, so guys. this is uh, more more just jump scares and stuff like that. Yes, and I love like we're talking about the, the we're describing everything that happens here. Like Ribcage only performs for those who are most scared of him. So <laughs> like oh yeah, like, so it is exactly like it where he feeds on your fear. Okay, great. Thanks for the making it even clearer that this is a Stephen King ripoff. <laughs> Yes. Um, and then we get the old balloons in the car. We get another, uh, she, Emma's now in the backseat of the car. She's got another balloon that says, look behind you, classic. And then we get uh, dead sheriff. Yep. Go sheriff. Scare. Yep. Love a good go sheriff jump scare. Uh, and then we, Heather just shows up, opens the door. And we're like, oh, okay. It's just another crazy dream nightmare, right? Which, well, then I was like, well, where did Heather come from? Unless she's the clown. Unless she- <laughs> Unless she's clowning around. Spoilers. Uh, Spoilers, she is. Uh, As I have a quick moment, Heather's just like, she's got black goo all over her mouth, and she's just like, don't leave town. Yeah, which is a really weird thing to say, because like, there's nothing so far that's given us any indication that this is uh, geography specific, or like, why does she not have, like, is is the demon the cops? Like, don't don't leave town. (laughs) Hate it. So this is when we cut, cut back to daddy, right? Uh, so then we jump back to dad's house. Do we still, do we know his name yet? No, but daddy is typing uh, can you, loudly. Can you not call him that? No, I'm going to keep calling him daddy because I know it upsets you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the creepiest thing about this movie is you saying that. Um, yeah, so, so he's, you, he, he's doing did, research. Right. And did you zoom in on his note slash pause on it? Because I did. I did not. So I'm not an expert at reading cursive, right? No one is these days. Uh, I grew up writing cursive, as I'm sure you did. Absolutely. And this is what I think the note said as far as I could decipher it. His handwriting is awful. And I quote, damnedest of eye holes, examinable things, brought down in disappear uh, contamination. Whenever a car but the firm handshake of the next life, Mm. something... 
Pershurim origin. Prus- probably Prussia. Yep. Yeah, unclear. Origin is the last word for sure. Yep. And then I think he signs his name Dominic, which is weird because his name is Ken. It's Ken. Yeah. Huh. Um, I didn't catch any of that. I did catch he's reading the Book of the Damned, which is definitely the first book you go to and right? Yeah. When in doubt, pick up the Book of the Damned. That'll get you through most situations. Then his classic Samsung laptop just dies on him. <laughs> yeah. Still rocking his crossbow. Yeah. And then he's now hearing voices, uh, goes out to live, uh, the dining room. I don't know where he is. It doesn't matter. Um, and right. get his, his dead daughter, dead daughter sitting at a table with candles and she's got blood in her face and, and says, daddy, I can't eat anymore. You promised you'd protect me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and then <laughs> I love like daddy, I can't eat anymore. was almost the quote that I paid for this, except Russ gets really upset when I say daddy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like cheap creep, you know? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> Hey, hey, don't, hey, watch who you're calling a cheap creep. <laughs> uh, and she's bloody, and then she vomits all over the table, blood yep. all over the, yep. Uh, yep. And that happens. And then we just. Aaron's jump. other biggest fear. Um, so then we get like a cheap scare, a jump, another cheap jump scare where the daughter is just behind him and she just like slices his throat open but doesn't because yep. everything everyone's just seeing things. So I don't know. This is what confused me a bunch. Actually, it made me really angry and I didn't think about it until right now, but <laughs> like there's so many times where violence is committed on people and it doesn't matter at all in this movie. Like in the beginning, it's important. And every time something bad happens, it's real. And then all of a sudden you can't trust anything that's actually happening on screen because none of it matters. I mean, well, let's go to it. Because obviously, well, a good movie, yeah, yeah, it's a source. Like, I mean, did that like that that played on like the whole hallucinating type of situations, right? Like, yeah, you're seeing so. things happen, but they're not actually happening. It's just to terror, you know, terrorize you. Yeah, I guess that's I fair. Know. I don't know. I don't really want to put this movie in its category because it's not even fucking close. No, and that's sort of like I I don't want to give it that much credit because it's not that good. No, it's not. So let's just call it stupid. Yeah, and the and the the clown is threatening him. Like I told you not to fuck with me. <laughs> Again, uh, like is this clown got just like a vendetta against? <laughs> it seems like the clown is very specifically targeting this guy, even though it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Not even sure why it's. Anyways, anyways, um, then we jump to another time update, and this is where the time update started happening more frequently. So we got Wednesday, May thirtieth, seven nineteen a.m., nineteen hours until attack. Yep, we're getting closer. Uh, now we're back in Emma's car where we left her. She was um, terrorized and fell asleep, basically. Right, she had a panic attack. The ghost of the clown came to haunt her or something weird. And she uh, she just like fell asleep because the ghost, Heather, that was like puking black, smashed her face into the steering wheel. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, put her down for the count. So yeah, she wakes up. Uh, it's the next morning. <laughs> and, of course, seven nineteen a.m. Right, and our our friend, the ice cream man, pops comes by. Yeah, from the very beginning. Who you haven't seen much of, I think, and since the be- very beginning, right? No, other than him saying like, "Yeah, you should worry about me." Yeah, I guess we'll all, we'll all note that. So other than that, no, we haven't seen much of him. And he comes back and he's telling her, hey, you should really call somebody. Um, this seems like a serious problem if your car broke down. Like you should have it towed somewhere. Just give someone a ring. Yeah. And she goes, no, no, no. Just just give me a ride. Please give me a ride. So he, okay, fine. I'll give you a ride. So he's an ice cream truck driver, right? Well, when he's not manning the actual ice cream store. Yeah, he's an ice cream truck driver for right and and so then we so she's like hey give me a ride and he's like sure and then we cut to the ice cream truck which i'm gonna call more of an ice cream truck van oh it's definitely like a sketchy ice cream van it's not at all a truck no it's not a truck at all it's not an ice cream truck at all it's definitely an ice cream truck van um a lot of things going on here so they cut this thing it's got terrible music terrible ice cream truck music playing creepy and the van's driving, they do their shot of the van driving. And like, I guess there were phone numbers or something on the side of the van in the back of it that they for, they missed. And what they ended up doing was just blurring them out. That sounds right. 
it's like i'm not at all shocked like you're what so you just see this truck driving and there's like blurred out numbers as if like this is like a uh you know like a real documentary you know and they're not supposed to show these phone numbers yeah this is another one where at the end of it uh like i'm not sure if they all stood around and said hey everyone you know what you you put in your best work <laughs> Good, like good on all of us. We all did our best. We did our best. Let's just, you know, let's move on. Um, I don't think they said that. (laughs) Other things about this whole ice cream truck van. Uh, We already covered that it's less of a truck, more of a creepy van. Um, I definitely wouldn't buy ice cream from this guy. And then I was like, is he the clown? And I was like, or is he a part of the agenda? Definitely at this point. For sure. It's solidified. I'm like, he has got to be. He's part of this, like he's, he's part of this whole thing. So, yeah. And he's calling the tow truck for, Oh, just put it on my card. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what? And, and then she also, I love this line too. You know, I've never been in an ice cream truck before. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You still haven't. Cause this is a fucking van. This is a creepy van. Like this isn't, <laughs> this is not an ice cream truck. Like, and, and also why would you say that? Like, it's not like an experience that everyone has on their bucket list. Like, Oh, <laughs> Russ, Russ, you know what I really wanted to do before I die? Be in an ice cream truck. We could probably make that happen, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm not interested either. And I don't think the person who's driving those things is like, yeah, I want to bring the drive you around. No, think about a cop being like, oh, I'm going to have Kevin Hart with me for a ride along. No, I don't want that as an ice cream truck driver. I'm saying it's the same. And then we get back. She gets dropped off and um, he's basically spilling all the beans and details, exposition about what's going on, right? A couple of things. And then the clown. Oh, you know, the sheriff was killed last night. Like, yeah, I stumbled across his weird flappy ribs. uh, Yeah, Yeah, like this is a news. Like I found him. Um, And then the clown jumps in and like in the back of the van and like knocks something over to like keep the old man from talking. Yep. This whole scene is really weird too, because like the old man is involved. Um, right. And then he offers her a clown which seems sexual in retrospect, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. And he literally says, would you like a clown She goes, uh, no, thanks. Those are the worst. And he goes, yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> like he also hates clown <laughs> Yes. They're terrible. Get rid of those. He's trying to pawn him off on any unsuspecting idiot. Yeah. And then this is really confusing because then like, well, so then she gets out and she's like, um, I don't know what the fuck I blah, 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 text happened. And then he basically told her not to go around Ken Randall, who's the dad. So we now we can call him Ken Randall because like now we actually know his name. Right. Daddy has a name. Finally. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ken, Ken Randall. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. Uh, and then, yeah, like. This is the scene that confused me. And even later on, like they, I appreciate and super hate how they tried to explain it away. Like they, they made this scene happen and then they tried to explain it away and all of it disgusted me. So when, after she leaves, Emma leaves and he's in the back of the truck, look out pops, because all of a sudden this is when we get the clown saying, Oh, if he thinks clownsicles are bad, wait till he seals the real thing. And then like, the clown attacks him yeah or we well we think right because it's just him yelling awkwardly and then they they cut away but yes like it's assumed that the clown attacks him so we get reunited with heather uh all of a sudden out of nowhere uh emma just comes home and like how is she not more worried about her friend all night long that's the thing that boggled my mind um who emma for heather or heather for emma heather for emma like Emma just slept in her car face on the horn <laughs> like, like yeah. all night long. And Heather knows there's a clown trick guys to foot. <laughs> she knows uh, there's a manhunt. Yeah. Why wouldn't she be more worried that her friend was out all night? All of a sudden they're just like, well, yeah, we both saw the sheriff die together last night and then everything was cool after that. Right. Yeah. yeah I, this, the, um, yeah, the reactions to like the deaths and stuff, and, like I think people would just be generally terrified and not go back to their normal lives. Um, no, it makes no sense. No, not one bit. Um, but yeah, they get back together and then like they have this moment of like trying to figure out what to do next. And Emma says they should go to the dad, aka Ken Rand Kendall, Ken Kendall, Randall. Ken Randall, yeah. Ken Randall, thank you. Let's just call him Kendall. 
So Emma yeah. says they should go to Kendall, uh, but everyone says he's off his, you know, he's off his rocker, right? Yeah. Wait, then Heather, well, Heather disagrees, but then she's like, fine, let's do it. And if it doesn't, we go to the police. Yeah, nothing makes sense. And I was like, if if it doesn't work, you're, I mean, you're 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 going to be dead. I would assume you choose one of the others. Not like, oh, you know what? Let's just uh, Contra Gas is going to catch up to you at some point. Yeah, he always does. Mm -hmm. Um. So then we are with now Emma and Heather drive over to Kendall's house. Dad, this is where we get some exposition about the demon. It's borderline. It's very informative, but also borderline uh, incoherent. There are so many things where he's so he's explaining how there's a demon who's in the bot inhabiting the body, and it's a, like a lot of it makes sense. And then at the same time, it makes no sense. Said, like there are actual direct quotes, like when the demon leaves his body and he's dead, and then period. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the end of the sentence. Like none of it makes sense. <laughs> it's like. It was like written and then like chopped up with like a, like a, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it was very strange because I didn't, none of it made sense. And I still couldn't hear like any dialogue at this point. I was like, I don't know what he's saying. The only thing I caught was like, and he's like, basically it's a paranormal shit storm. I was like, all right. It was like, what, am I watching in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard converse <laughs> with our hero or like what's happening? Yeah. None of it is really doing anything but um so then the dad's got a, a plan though right he wants to use his bait classic classic bait right and then he's like and then we'll shoot him yeah okay sure that's your plan that's yep. your plan i feel like that's straight from another movie i've watched like that's your plan i feel like this movie took a real turn too because up until now i i don't know about you but i had assumed that the clown is a person like i assume the clown is some kind of serial killer it seemed like they were going down that path Hmm. of this is a serial killer person out here doing bad crimes, whatever. And now they're making it, this is when they start talking about the botched exorcism that happened. Wait, so it's gone from you think serial killer to like demonic possession. possession. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah, because yes, because in all the balloons that have led up to this point, you feels like it's like a vendetta that a human being would have against, not like a demonic, you know, right. possessed I, creature. I thought it was kind of like a Godfather thing and not necessarily a... Uh, paranormal activity thing yeah so dad's got a weak plan yep emma's not really on board with it um heather and emma talk about it heather is all i keep i kept writing her name as heater i forget that h um nice she's on board with the plan yeah and she's like this is a great plan i'm like this is a terrible plan actually the best plan was emma's like 10 minutes ago she's like let's just get in a car and drive away yeah heather is the most incoherent nonsensical character in this whole movie. Like just says whatever needs to be said in the scene to be a foil to whatever else is happening. Like like, yeah. oh well we need someone to say the opposite of whatever the story is going to be. So Heather, here you go. Dialogue. I have a line. You get a line. You get a line. So then Heather and I don't know if you had any more from there, but Heather and Emma no. uh go back to they're at the house, yeah. Yeah, they're back at their apartment home, well, whatever. This is Wednesday, May 30th, 2.16 p.m., 12 hours until the attack. Yes, and then, but this is when they come back, and it's, um, and Jonah's there. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then they're, like, having probably the most annoying conversation ever between the three of them, like, what they should do. And then the clown shows up during the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, they're like, well, would you put your, <laughs> I love when Emma and Heather are confronting each other, like, well, would you put yourself out there as bait? Uh, and Heather says, yes, I would. <laughs> Without batting an eye. Throw me out there. I'm fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm on board. Yes, of course I would to destroy the ultimate evil. That the, like, it, I don't know. It just seems. It seemed a little rushed, I would say. Sure. Right? Um, yeah, and then clown time. Yeah, the clown just shows up at the front door <laughs> during the day. And I was like, oh, yeah. this and is like, like during the day horror. We don't see that right. very often. Why can't they go out the back door? Like immediately they run over to the back door. They don't even try it at that point. They try it later on. There's like a three minutes after this when they're trying to jiggle the door and they're like, wait a second, it's locked. At this point, they don't even try the door. They're just like, oh, we're at the back door. Wait, someone broke in. Oh no. Yeah. And like, I, and, and <laughs> Jonah's like, the door is locked. And it's like, well then unlock it. You're yeah. on the, you're on the inside. Like, you're on the lock parts. Just turn the lock knob and yeah. open the door. 
And this is when we get the clown uh, again. We get full full form visible clown like stalking around the kitchen, right? Not like, Jaws oh. at all. And there, so they they decide like when they went back to the door, like oh let's just hide. And they hide in the kitchen behind the island. That's it. Emma is the worst at hiding. <laughs> like I want to play hide and seek with her because like I would it would be easy. I'd win. Yeah, the other two characters are at least kind of hidden by the island. She's on the side of the island where her her left shoulder is sticking out, just yeah. like into the into the hallway, uh, with her hair. <laughs> yeah, they were going for they were you know what they were literally going. The first thing I thought was like he's going he's trying to do the old Jurassic Park kitchen scene shot where the you know oh yeah I was like the kids lean you know leaning down and you get the shot of like you know I was like no stop it yeah but instead he produced nonsense <laughs> he's produced. <laughs> Emma is very bad at hiding is what we've all learned. That's pretty much what I got out of that. Um, and then um, clowns getting close to Emma and then glass breaks again. Yeah, we get it's a crossbow shot that breaks the glass. We only there's only one guy in town's got a crossbow. So we know who this is. <laughs> yeah, we there's only one crossbow character in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is also so disconnected. So Maddie. So he Kendall there. So Daddy Kendall. Takes, Daddy Kendall. Oh, Jesus Christ. So he takes a shot through the, the kitchen window, clearly knowing that the, the clown is in there, right? Yep. And then... And the clown then just it, like hops away. Yeah. Then the clown just hops away, but then it cuts to the dad like walking upstairs. Yep. It was so disconnected. He's like, well, you know they're in a the kitchen. Why wouldn't you go and find the three people you're trying to protect right now? Instead, he's just randomly walking through upstairs and he opens up a bedroom and there's a bunch of balloons in there, red balloons with all stupid shit written on it. And what I love the balloons. Oh, the balloons are so good because like they all have like random stuff and it's like, hey, let's just fuck write a bunch you. of Yeah, like the fuck you balloon. I was like, fuck your daughter. What demonic <laughs> clown would be like? Come find hmm. me. It's like, you know what? I know what it's gonna scare him. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, daddy. Oh my God. So bad. Um, so then we just jump immediately back down to the kitchen, right? This is like another scene where it kind of boggled my mind where the clown doesn't seem that powerful. Like the clown is strangling Jonah, right? Uh, yeah. Seemingly pretty hard and like pukes black goo all over him from the trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah so, jo so Jonah tried to be a hero cause they're still down in the kitchen. They, they lock themselves in the pantry and the clown opens it up and Jonah goes after him with a broom. Right. Right. And and then like and then the clown lets him get away. Like he he seems totally fine, and the clown seems impotent. Like the clown doesn't hurt anyone at this no. point for, for a while. No, he does nothing. I guess can he only hurt people when it's his time? I don't know. Is yeah, that the whole thing? Maybe Ken finally like shoots him with the crossbow. Well, so the clown once they retreat yet again back into the closet after Black Goose been spit over Jonah's face, the clown grabs Emma and does like right. Has this weird, I don't know how to actually describe it. He's just like in her face, like yelling, but not really. And she's screaming. I'm like, I, I, this, what? This isn't, this isn't scary at all. Like, this is just stupid. And then they do like a weird cut to like an arrow going through, clearly not a human being, uh, just going through a clown costume, probably in a box or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. And then the clown just falls over through a scarecrow. And then, yeah. And then a second one also. There's a second crossbow arrow that goes through the other side. Like, yeah. Whoever this clown is, is definitely dead. And then they talk a bunch about how the clown got arrested. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Right? What? <laughs> yeah. Now Kendall comes in. He's like, save the day. Shoots him again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's the end of that scene. Yep. So we get some happy music. At this point, I thought the movie was over. And I realized there was still almost a half hour left. Yeah, I thought so too, because it would go back to like, oh, car ride, the town, the ice cream shop. It's Wednesday, May 30th, 11 something p.m. The music was, I have no idea what the music, it was so happy music. It was so weird. Yeah, 11, 16 p.m. And, oh, thank uh, you. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, yeah, it's like really weird, happy music that I didn't understand. And cars driving around at the ice cream shop. Everything seems like it's going well. The sound mix is, again, really, really terrible. Uh, this was the the first scene that I was really glad that I had the closed captions on. Mm. So I know you said you couldn't hear a lot of the dialogue. Most of the time I was okay because I had the volume cranked at this point 
was the first time with the volume cranked, I couldn't hear it because the mix was so bad. Like the crowd, they're at the diner, uh, Watson's Soda Fountain Cafe thing. All you hear in the background is, oh, soda water bottle, soda water bottle, soda water <laughs> bottle. Like, oh, like I would love a slice of pie. Well, but like I would gladly pay you for a hamburger Tuesday for a, a hamburger today. And like, that's like, well, two main characters are having a conversation. Right, exactly. Yeah, like all you can hear is the nonsense lines in <laughs> uh, none of what the girls are actually saying. Uh, oh, my God. Driving me nuts. That that really that pissed me off, too. That's, that's, Heather's it's, talking about going to therapy. and Yeah, it's a heavy conversation, it seems like. Yeah, because my thought was like they cut back to this and it's like Jonas and her man in the, the counter and they're sitting there talking. I was like, wait hold on. It's what a day later, a couple hours later, what time was like this whole thing went down before that? And it's like, you just had black goo spit all over your face by a demonic clown. Yeah. And the three of you are just back at the old ice cream shop. Like it's no big deal. Well, and there's a weird artificial conflict that's happening too, between Heather and Emma that I don't understand where they're at this point, they seem they're not, uh, I don't know if the actors just got sick of each other, but like they're not interact, they're not interacting like friends anymore. Like they're interacting like enemies. And then it seems like they have to explain it away. We're like, they didn't remember the scene right after this. And they go, uh, I shouldn't have said stuff. Yeah. I also shouldn't have said some things. I just really wanted to keep you safe. Well, thanks Heather. And it's like, that was the end. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Man, if all the world's problems could be solved that way. <laughs> yeah. The best. It'd be best. It'd be all good. Um, but yeah, I was like, how are they all back in here? I was like, this is extremely traumatic, like years worth of therapy. One or two of them definitely becoming alcoholics, lots of cold showers. Like you don't just pop oh. back to like the local ice cream shop and be like, huh, sorry about that. Ugh, I said some yeah. stupid stuff too. Sorry is a bad person. You're also a bad person. We can be bad people together. I love mm. you. Yeah. Oh, there's all that depth of character. Yeah. Um, I couldn't hear anything, so I didn't, it didn't really matter. I didn't really care what anyone said anyways um and then jonah and emma sat down at a, at a table and this was like a super long conversation i still couldn't hear a word they were saying to each other i had no idea what they were saying to each other perfect good the only thing i was looking at was i was looking at the reflections in the glass behind them to see if i could see the cameraman which you definitely could and okay. they blurred they blurred it i'm not sure if you saw that but oh no i didn't see that but the same blur tactics they used on the ice cream van um there, you could see you could see a guy standing there with a holding a camera and they like tried to blur it out as best they could like right in the middle no this was for me this was when they were like uh jonah was really focused on his new phone he's like yeah i got a new phone oh yeah right so let us know he got a new phone right yeah phone place cut me a deal so if you want also the same phone just let me know like shout out to verizon or i don't know it was a really weird it was like great man yeah, I hate it. I hate all of it. Cool, man. Uh, I'd be like, if I was them, I'd be like, cool, you got a new phone. Hey, you remember that time that uh, demonic clown spit black goo all over your face? Yeah, well, and that's what... <laughs> yeah. are, are you not traumatized by that? Apparently not. And that's when they're like, well, well, you saw the police take him away. And you're like, well, he's demonic. It's probably not that easy, is what the characters say. <laughs> like, oh, good. I'm glad we're acknowledging that it's probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it can't be that easy. Yeah, and then we went off on a weird tangent about how uh, how we're afraid of thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I kind of glazed over that one. I didn't wasn't really paying attention. It's okay. Yeah, I couldn't I, hear. I also couldn't hear it. I literally couldn't hear it. I was like, I'm not turning this up again. Fair. No the whole time, I have no idea how old anyone here. I, I assume they were high school students. Most of them, I know. In the uh, intro sentence, it says college students, so I guess that's fair but i don't know like this guy's acting like he's in his 40s <laughs> and he's just yeah, like yeah. yeah i don't know like i'm i was afraid of thunderstorms until i was 17 <laughs> okay <laughs> great yeah <laughs> great all right great. next scene <laughs> yeah great great character building cool and next scene scene <laughs> so we're back home in bed now <laughs> I'm sorry. Back at the I, just, ranch. I just like, I was just like, I had zero comics. I'm like, yeah, it was stupid. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, and back at the ranch. And back at the ranch. Uh, so now it's nighttime back at the apartment. Um, it's 12.08 slash 9 a.m. Thursday, May 31st, two hours until attack. Yep. 
And you get your clowns knocking on the windows as Just, always. Uh, classic clown knocking on a window, being a creep. He's licking the window. He's doing that tongue thing that's cackling cackling you know like why is she not more terrified yeah, she just kind of like she like brings her sheet up to her chin and she's like oh no yeah she like <laughs> she like retucked herself in i'm like what i would be out of my bed again shoes on shoes by your bed right uh lights I'd be on escaping yeah yeah lights on i'm leaving <laughs> what are you doing yeah nothing makes sense no. And then, um, well, and then the door opens, and the clown jumps on top of her. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. wait a second, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a weird cut, right? Like he's like doing a thing, and like the door opens, and then he just jumps in, and like a quick cut of him like on top of her. I was like, what is what? <laughs> yeah, like, oh well, I guess this is exactly what I expected would happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so then we cut to Emma's all tied up, and she's at a table, dinner table. Yep. Um. And this is um, this is weird. So this this is actually from the trailer. This this scene, a bit of this. Yeah. Well, and they do a ton of exposition too in this scene. Like they're talking about how well I believe at two thirty one tonight, uh, <laughs> like you're gonna be executed because of whatever. Like they explain the whole plot of the movie for the fourth time. Yeah. It's like we know we got it. Two thirty one. She's dying. Got it. Yeah. Just to make sure you knew. So uh, the clown is basically torturing her. She's at a table, right? Uh, she's all yep. tied up and he's got like um, your uh, poop balloon. Yeah, my poop balloon moment. So in the trailer, he's got this plate and a balloon on it and he pops it in a trailer. It just like it looked like poop. Right. It's spoilers. It's dog meat. <laughs> it's uh, it's Sammy. Rest in peace, Sammy. Yeah, the best pup around. Uh, the goodest who, boy. The goodest who by the, boy. Who, by the way, at this point, no one has gone looking for. No one has asked where he is. Like, no, no one's ever talked about Sammy again. They threw it was a throwaway line. Well, you know how he runs away. Yeah, that was like two days ago. You would you not go? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He seemed like a pretty good dog. Rest in power. Yeah. Um. So Sammy actually did die. The clown killed him, and the clown is eating and his guts, and then feeds him to Emma. That's it's really fucked up. Like yeah. Heather, Heather is like standing in the wings here, trying to think about saving the day. This make this scene made me so mad because Heather's just standing there waiting, waiting for her time to strike or whatever. And meanwhile, Emma's eating her fucking dog raw. Like, yeah. I'm so upset. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, he's just feeding the dog to her. And you're like, all right, that's crazy. And I was like, that's some adventurous eating right there. <laughs> step in. Step in. Now is the time. Now is the time when you step in. Yeah, and then Heather's in her background with a hammer. Yeah. Slowly Smart. creeping in. I also don't know where we are. Like, it's just like a random, are we in there? Apart? Like, where are we? We're just like in, I don't know. Yeah. And then this part made me even angrier because as soon as she does roll up with the hammer and she goes in to strike, he catches her arm twists it away and then scampers just, off and just runs away. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I was so irritated. I was waiting for like, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's throw down now. Let's, right. let's, let's get this on right here. And we don't. And I was like, why would he do what? <laughs> so is he, he must be bound to just killing at the time that people are set to die. I don't know. I'm upset. Nothing makes sense anymore. No, this is about the right time when you would say that. So yeah. Okay. We're good. Um, so- yeah. It usually works out this way. Usually works out this way. Uh, and then we get, um, we cut to Jonah uh, in a car. Um, we get the ice cream van. Right. He's getting like pulled over by the ice cream truck. He's like, oh, those flashing ice cream lights behind me. I must pull over. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I think he was just, I thought he was just sitting outside their house or something, or he's just sitting outside somewhere. And then like the, the ice cream truck, ice cream van, I'm going to call it, um, pulled uh, up behind him, whatever. Throwing stupid been- music. Yeah, a creeper or something. Beeped its horn, and um, then probably the worst film car chase scene of all time unfolds. It's not good. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Tell me more. Pick picture. Picture. Picture the car chase scene in, in Born Identity, like the first one. Oh, that's a good one. And then think the complete opposite. <laughs> I was going to say, picture the 
uh, picture all the police cars crashing in Blues Brothers, <laughs> and then picture the opposite. <laughs> and then picture the opposite. Uh, picture the car chase scene in Ronin, and then picture the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. All right, so yeah, this terrible car chase scene breaks out between a ice cream truck van, ice cream truck van, ice cream van, ice cream van truck, yeah, and Jonah in his Prius. Who is Pops? Like, this is what's driving me nuts the whole time at this point. Like, who the fuck is Pops? Are we, are we, is he the villain? Is he, and I, I knew he was the villain as soon as he came up the first time, but, uh, Pops. Oh, like who is he in general? Like Pops is the guy who yeah, like does he, does he own the ice cream shop or no? Yes, and like I want to, I want Pops's backstory. I want where did Pops come from? How did Pops come up? How did he get to be inheriting this this demon? Like you know, spoilers for later on. How did he get to be inheriting this demon from the eighteen hundreds? Like what's? I mean, you'll have to wait for Cloner Guys too. The beginning, <sighs> the popping, the pop, <laughs> the pop over. Yeah, the popover. Ooh, popovers are so good. Yeah, yeah, I got a great recipe for popovers, by the way, if you want one. Who doesn't? Yeah, eggs, buddy. That's all it is. Eggs. All about the eggs. It's egg, salt, <laughs> and the right mixing. All right. Um. Oh, yeah. Wait. If you want, if you want a cooking podcast, uh, email us at it's this meets that at gmail <laughs> I think we would have a pretty great po- cooking podcast. We might have right? to go that way. I think. Yeah, we, I think. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Here we go. Patreon exclusive content. Uh, <laughs> Russ and I will share our recipes for stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll cook for you. We'll if show you, you give us like a, do- like a dollar a month, I don't know, a dollar a month. For- if 20 people gave us a dollar a month, I'd be so pumped. It's only a dollar. I mean, come yeah. on. Shout out to shout out to Currency, the rapper. Currency, the rapper. I don't know you, but if you want to be in the show, come on on. All right. We're close. We're almost done with this. Um, Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> we're actually at the peak. We're at the we're at the, cli- the peak, the climax of the, we're at the peak of jumping off this fucking mountain. <laughs> uh, so we're at the climax um, back in the ice cream shop. Yeah. 20, we're 25 minutes till the attack now, right? Yes. Until attack. We're, yeah, said, you said until the attack, please. Sorry, my bad. We're Thursday, May 31st, 2.06 a.m., 25 minutes until attack. Yeah. Poor Pops, dude. Poor Pops at this point. Seriously, I feel for the old guy. So we cut to the ice cream shop. I think at this point things were just happening, and I don't know why Heather and Emma went back to the ice cream shop. Did they say why? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, they just assumed it was a good base to work from yeah it sounds like a perfect spot to go and get trapped in and get murdered in um we're we're see we see the clown like holding a knife at pops's throat this is it's terrifying until until you realize that pops says on the subtitles it said foreign commands foreign command in order to make him shut down right oh Okay. And that's how he was controlling the clown the whole time. So I knew it. I mm-hmm. knew Pops was the devil. You nailed it. You got it, dude. Uh, and then we get a little um, exposition. Old man's like, hey, Emma, let's go chat. Yeah, really. This was, this was super weird because he's just like, hey, let's go chat. And then Heather was like, oh. And he's like, no, you should probably just get out of here. Get out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. It was such a weird, this is where the single white female vibe comes in because Heather was just like not letting it go. And it's like, all right, go home. Go out of here. Yeah, and the whole time, like, we like the clown is i don't know all the line like i can't understand any of the times he's saying the foreign things that he's saying to the clown so like i'm hearing ribcage clooney like i don't know george clooney's brother ribcage clooney we all know that babo (laughs) bado babo frick yep yeah right lots of words that i don't understand uh and they never explain it no what language what language do you think he's saying to the clown I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. I slash I, demon. Uh, old demonic language. I don't know. Latin. I get, oh, maybe it's Latin. It's usually, you know, that's the one to go for, right? Fair. Um, so then old man and Emma sit down in the booth and have a frank chat about why this is all happening, right? Right. When and meanwhile, he's like, uh, Heather, uh, you don't have to go, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah. He's like giving her options and she's standing there mouthing to Emma, like, don't worry, it'll all be okay. It's like, like, no, I don't think so. No, probably not. Like you have, you have the, the clown dog here who's ready to attack. And then you've got, you know, 
Yeah, this isn't how this ends. No, so he goes through exposition about why this is all happening and it's all about fear. Like they have fear. I don't. It's all about, yeah, exactly. He's trying to, he's trying to crush people with their own fear. He's saying like, he didn't think that anyone would ever uh, actually confront their fears and determine their own destiny. It's stupid. It's all of it's terrible. I think I wanted to punch my TV at this point. I was so annoyed. Yeah. And he talks about how he's been, how the clown has been possessed by a demon for about 30 years or so, which uh, later on, spoilers for what we're going to talk about after the post credits. But uh, the demon was from like the 1800s, so you're like that's way more than 30 years, at least. Yeah, oh, if my math right. is correct. Yeah, uh, and talking about how he's quote now a paranormal force of nature, completely under my control. I don't know, dumb. I hate this. Yeah, we're so close. We're so close to the end here. Let's we're I, let's not lose steam here. We're almost there. This the, yeah, this is the worst possible ending for this movie. Uh, I, yeah, like this this ending is just taking all the steam out of my my thoughts right now. Um, well, they cut that way because like the at the end the villain is saying, uh, you know, I test them. I give people a balloon, and if they uh, face their fears and defeat the balloon, then we put them to rest and we kill them. And like. The build, the build up until this point has like you like oh well it's gonna be maybe it's gonna be some kind of societal uh, commentary uh, like I thought this was gonna be important I thought this was gonna be interesting I thought this was gonna be good no it's nothing nothing matters this is the stupidest possible ending they're just like oh well I give him a balloon and if he if he if he defeats the balloon then I guess they get to live. So you, like, oh. if you defeat the fuck you balloon, do you win? I don't. I... Yeah, I think it's that's that seems like what he's saying. Yeah, I don't know. I this this all angered me because it just made no sense and was stupid and just stupid. It was dumb. Yeah, all of it pisses me off. Uh, and then he just turns ribcage the 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 clown loose and is like, "Go wild in your uh, Watson's soda fountain habitat. Get get ripping, ribcage. Do it." Um, and at this point I was like, they're, lo- I guess they're locked inside. They're all in there. Um, and I- well, yeah. And then that's when we get, start getting, uh, updates even faster. Like, Oh, now it's Thursday, May 31st, two eighteen AM, 13 uh, minutes until attack. Oh uh, God. Yeah. And yeah, now I'm like, just throw a chair through the window and leave and run. I don't know. So Heather and Emma are now running around the diner and the ice cream shop that they know so well. Um, they're hiding rib cages, ripping around, trying to, you know, get them. And there was a great moment where Emma tries to distract him and throws the ice cream scoop, but it lands right where Heather is. Yeah. And if you're following, if you're following the timeline of the movie, it's been about two minutes. Like all of this is happening in about two minutes. Yeah. And it seems like it's been, Forever. Yes. I love the ice cream scoop. Uh, and then we get another time update to 18 a.m., 13 minutes until attack. Um, and then it's, I forget what happens. I think Ribcage runs over to a jukebox and he's hanging out by there. He puts on some music, but doesn't, no music actually goes on. 13 minutes until attack. We're stuck in the diner. Everyone's being terrorized. Emma and Heather being terrorized. Um, and we have a quick showdown of, of Ribcage the Clown showing Emma how much time is left. Uh, and there, he's randomly pointing at like an alarm clock, like, like a bedroom alarm clock that's on the diner counter. I don't think table. I caught that, yeah. You didn't catch that? There was like, he was just, there was like, there was like an alarm clock. He just pointed at it and said like 218 on it. He's like pointing at it. I was like, perfect. Why is, okay, whatever. Hey, you know, just things to connect things. Let's Let's move on. Get the jukebox going. No music actually is playing. I don't believe. Um, I don't think. And then it like, well, it does. It jumps to like some crazy. When he right, when he goes to like the jukebox, he puts on some music, and then it just. But it's not well, music. It's just. So I had the. Yeah, that was the thing. So speaking of not music, I had on the the captions right, and it said uh, as soon as he put on that song, it says screaming heavy metal music. <laughs> Or screeching, sorry, screeching heavy metal music. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, this doesn't sound like heavy metal at all." <laughs> no, this doesn't. <laughs> screeching, sure, it sounds like just screeching, but eh, yeah. there's no music a, actually being played. 
as a connoisseur of heavy metal, this is not that. This is not that. <laughs> it's this meets that. It's not that, though. <laughs> this doesn't meet that. It's not that. Um, and then Emma scrambles to the back of the diner. She's going through kitchens, and then she ends up in a bathroom, and she's in a... I think I think I don't know whatever it is. She's yeah. in the back. She's in the back fucking room. It doesn't matter. And she looks down and we see Jonah's dead body. Thank God. I'm so glad, Jane, that Jonah's dead. My name is Jonah. He's the worst. Yeah, he yeah, he's the worst manager. He's the worst temp manager ever. So he really is. He gone. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I was like at this point, I was like, all right, he's done. Who's next? Let's wrap this up. Right. And I thought like I thought the clown was like in the room with her at this point and and then all of a sudden he's like knocking at the window from outside again and i was like wait why is the clown knocking like i thought he was in the room with her the whole time no no he was just outside and he was well it wasn't a window he was knocking on the door and then all of a sudden he stops and it was like again another setup for like oh calming calming the tensions and she's like oh i think everything's okay and then she goes open the door and she starts walking out and then boom another jump scare <laughs> just like yeah um and then um, we get, well, uh, we get Heather, Heather right? In the, Heather in the box cutter. The box cutter from the very beginning, right? Was the orange one that the uh, pops had? Right. We have no idea how she got it, by the way. She just, <laughs> yeah, she's inherited it from our hero pops. Um, <laughs> how? We have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Hero slash villain. Hero, like pops is obviously we expose now at this point as the worst character. I, I don't know. I hate every, like the rest so of the movies. <laughs> we're so we're so close man we're, we're so, so close. close we're so close uh, stick stick with us yeah you're right um so she's got the box cutter and then there's this tension building she's hiding right i wanted her to like cut emma's throat or something oh cool. i was like yeah i was hoping for a full-on like death stab um stabs her a little bit in the leg and that's Lame. it and there's like this whole tension built up that like they're trying to trick you to think that the clown is sneaking up on heather but it's actually right. Emma and Heather just turns and stabs her in the leg with a box cutter. Yep. That'd be so fucking painful. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's not what you want. Definitely not. Um, and then they get up and they're making their way. I have no idea where they're going. It doesn't make any sense. Well, this sense. is, yeah. When we get our line from the trailer, like we have to kill it. Uh, and then they're arguing about how, uh, well, if you break the window, then he'll hear us. And then, and then the, captions literally say emma grunting loudly <laughs> wait if you're just complaining about how they're gonna hear you if you do anything why are you being like oh my leg <laughs> i thought the same thing like wow you're not very good at this whole staying quiet thing and then we get a shot of them like walking through like the back of the kitchen like together right and yeah. it's like two of them walk through steam and like all right they're together and like they're they are actually they're literally next to each other and then all of a sudden, Emma's just by herself. Right. And then she's like, she turns she's like, Heather, Heather, where are you? And then there's a shot I'm of- I'm so glad Heather died. Yeah. I mean, she stabbed her friend with a fucking box cutter. And then she, we just turn and Heather's there with her ribcage chest just blown out, right? Yep. That's Finally, the, rib- the ribcage killer actually lives up to his name. <laughs> well, he did earlier. The sheriff, that was his ribcage. The styrofoam, but yeah. barely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so we get that Emma's kind of somewhat heartbroken, not really. And then we just, Pops back. Is, he's holding up Ken with his own crossbow. He's yeah. got, Ken, he's got Kendall is a crossbow at his head. Yeah. Like what the, like what, how did like, this happen? Like how, yeah, exactly. How did this happen? Question. So Emma just ends up back in like the main part of the diner and then, yeah. Yeah. That's the movie I want to watch. I wanted to see how the Ken pops fight happened. <laughs> it's the entire movie I want to watch too. Cause like, so Ken would track them to the diner and then pops the old man just overtook him. I, I guess. guess. And just like, give me your crossbow. And then I hate Pops calling gotcha. him Robin Hood. Did you yeah. catch that? Maybe yeah, yeah. Else. Oh, yeah. You can try to save Robin Hood here, or you can take your chances escaping from the back. Like he's like, going to rip, rip on him because he's got a crossbow? Yeah. Like, what does this guy have to do with Robin Hood? He's not Rob- He's not taking from the rich and giving to the poor. He's just a piece of shit. Like, I hate this guy, too. Kill him. I don't care. And I'm pretty sure Robin Hood didn't have a crossbow, did he? He just had a, he's no. a, bone, he's a bone arrow guy. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So we have this standoff and a bunch of stuff happens. And yeah. then Emma ends up 
stabbing the clown. Because Emma's got the box cutter now. Right. The box cutter is key. It was, it, we saw it at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. So we, much stabbing. <laughs> oh, man. It was like relentless. It was just like she went to town. So she faced her fear. The clown was going after her. And he, she just stabbed him in the throat, stabbed him in the, neck, the jaw, and then stabbed away. Stab, stab, yeah. stabby, stab. Which is stab. apparently the core conceit of the movie is facing your fears. That's, that's it, man. Lesson learned, you know? Yeah. It, uh, because Pop says, in all my years, I never thought anyone would do it. <laughs> Wait, in at least 30 years, no one has stabbed a clown? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sure in 30 years, someone has had to have stabbed a clown. And then Emma and, uh, you know, whoever's left, which is no one, right? Just Emma, I guess, just lets him walk off. Yeah. So he, well, he just, so he puts the crossbow down on the table and then Ken, the dad there grabs the crossbow, runs over to Emma. I'm like, dude, why wouldn't you just shoot this guy? He just, right. yes, yes. And, and then he, and then he kills himself in the car. Pops goes, I'm like, the old man goes to his, the car, please. The ice cream van. Sorry. The ice cream van. You're right. He goes to the ice cream van. And then we cut back to them inside the ice, inside the ice cream shop, and you hear a gun blast. Thinking that's the assumption that he just shot himself. And then credits roll. That's the actual end of the movie. How fucked up is that? I made me so angry. Like what? That's the actual end of the movie. Is like oh, and credits roll and scene. So yeah, that's 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 it. Or is it right? Thankfully, we both watched post credits because. Things continued to get out of hand from there. I would say, uh, what do we got? The first Marvel movie is 2008. So since 2008, you always have to wait until the end of the credits because you never know. And I think you know, people are, you know, you get post-credit stuff. Uh, I was still taking a bunch of notes, writing up what I was thinking. And I watched the whole, I just had to watch them. I had the credits on the running in the background. And all of a sudden, the last minute, stuff popped up. And one was, in loving memory of Ribcage the Clown. 1831 to 2016. You won't be missed. So fucked up. And it's a picture of Emma and the clown hugging. Yeah. So weird. And then in loving memory of Heather and Jonah, you'll be missed. At least your deaths were cool. And they weren't. Their deaths were stupid. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I'm so mad. And then that is the official review from Jared. Fuck this movie. I'm so mad. Uh, but... Uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another trailer trash. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this meets that, or we're ITMT pod on Twitter. Uh, and you can send us an email at, uh, it's this meets that at gmail.com. As always, all of our episodes can be found on our website. Um, it's this meets that.com. 